Hello and welcome to Two Ribs Podcast. I'm your host, Lenny. I'm Ash. And welcome to our first episode of Michelle's Bachelorette season. Woo! We're going to be doing a recap like we did for Bachelor in Paradise. We did miss last week, but our excuse was that I was en route to Ash, and then we didn't have enough time to do it. <laughs> we felt tired, so... Yeah, we got home at like 10, and that's pretty pushing it. Yeah, that's past my bedtime already, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just and didn't happen. my time. Yeah, it didn't <laughs> happen. But not a lot happened episode one or two, if I'm being honest. So I think I'm deeming it okay that we're kind of squishing them together. Yeah, episode one was super boring. Yeah. I find these men very boring. (sighs) Same. Yeah, they're like fabricating drama. We'll we'll share some opinions. Yeah. So what's up? We were, yes together recently and it's been a while the last time we were in the same physical space was in may i think (laughs) we obviously are in communication much more often than that but um, in may right because that was the last time i was in the state of texas oh i don't really remember that to be honest no offense (laughs) I find that rude. <laughs> what did we no, do? You were, in, you were in the town that we're from. Oh, is that when we went to out. breakfast? Yes. We went to okay. breakfast and we made cocktails. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's yeah, back. It was right it's after back. I got my second COVID vaccine. So it was a while ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. You were like, yeah. I might be tired. Yeah. I came there specifically <laughs> just to see you that time. Yeah, that was nice. That was fun. Yeah, you stayed with me. Super fun. So yeah, this is the first okay. time we've seen each other in a long time. So we had yeah. so much fun. I feel like we talk so often that I never realize that it's been that long. Same. Because we talk yeah. literally every day. Yeah, I'm on like every app available. <laughs> we'll have like multiple <laughs> conversations. We'll be like having a conversation on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. Text messages. We're, <laughs> we're keeping it diverse. We're keeping it fun. <laughs> but yeah, it's so like many, all day. <laughs> there's so so many things to talk about. Hey, um, what are you doing? Just like Actually, scratching around over there. The things. <laughs> um, a child of the dog variety. Yes, I took her toy because she was being very loud. Rude, and now she's mom. like looking for it i think hey hey hold on brb she's All close good. to a chainsaw oh my God. yeah ash has a chainsaw in her office slash guest bedroom and she could talk about how she was injured you want to talk about your injury when i from said on chainsaw, the chainsaw? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was cleaning in here because it was um, the – well, we didn't have guests for a while, <laughs> so um, I just put everything in here, and yeah, I was cleaning, and I, I I stepped on this chainsaw that my fiance has, for some reason, decided needs to be in a carpeted area. 
just yeah the idea of it in the car like it's just a carpeted bedroom <laughs> i'm like i feel like this is a gonna full leak chainsaw in there yeah yeah like chainsaws have like gas in it right yeah very welcoming so for funny. guests <laughs> And there have been, like, three people that have slept in this bedroom, and With there's the just the chainsaw chilling. I love it. But I'm also sorry you got hurt. Shout out to those three people that slept in here with the chainsaw. <laughs> We're really just thinking of you in case, you know, God forbid a murderer comes. <laughs> exactly. You have a chainsaw at your disposal. I'm trying to equip you. You, you should give people t-shirts, like... You know, like those like novel t shirts, like I did this with this. I hiked I the woods with Bigfoot. I, yeah, I survived, I survived sleeping in Ash's guest room with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> I slept with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, so funny. Um, I wish I had a chainsaw in my room when I slept there. I can move it in there if you like. I felt exposed. Sorry. A stranger could have come in, had no weapons. Oh my god, you're so right. I, I, we'll buy a second one. We'll buy a second. <laughs> we'll make sure everybody has a chainsaw the in their chainsaw. room. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so so, do you have any other life updates? Not really. That was my most exciting happening. Um, it was fun to see you. I do have a Bachelor Nation update that I'm Ooh, sure you do too. Yeah. Um, we saw on two persons' Instagrams this week that Katie and Blake have called it quits. Those two people are Katie and Blake themselves. <laughs> they posted, they both posted different pictures with their captions basically saying that it's like with mutual love and respect, blah, 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 we decided that we're not compatible, so we're splitting up. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we talked about Katie's season before, but I loved Katie and Blake together. I thought they seemed like they were literally meant for each other. They just seemed to, like, complement each other well. So I'm pretty sad for them. Same. Yeah. I feel like, like they it... seem like... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I That threw me off so much. <laughs> I was going to say they have like very similar vibes. I felt like they brought the same type of humor on their respective like seasons where they were just contestants like for the first time on. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I'm like bummed that they're not together anymore. I do get weird vibes from the last few episodes of Katie's season where it was like just Blake. Um, like he seemed really uncomfortable with her family and I'm not sure like how good moving that fast was for the two of them yeah like maybe it's just not their like style which mm-hmm. is fine and exactly. then also i think that part of it probably was like location because he's from canada yeah and then she moved to san diego and so i was like mm-hmm. is this i don't understand why she moved there if he i was, was gonna be her fiance yeah no, I agree. It is very strange. He also she, she, like, went she, to Africa for a month. Yeah. I'm like, I get that that was kind of a preset thing, but I would have moved to Canada and get some health care, <laughs> get out of uh, <laughs> this country. <laughs> oh. 
Hell yeah. Um, actually, it's cold there. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cold. San Diego and Blake could just win. drive you around in it. <laughs> I don't know. San Diego gets pretty chilly. It was nice. Lows in the 50s it, sometimes. It was cold when I went in January. I was expecting it to be like just a little chilly. Mm. And I guess it probably just was just a little chilly, but it was kind of cold. I was. Yeah, it's not like your warm Cali weather that you would expect from there. Yeah, I was cold. Um, but it's nice there. I enjoyed the city. The big SD. Cool place. <laughs> I feel like San Diego is the new Bachelor hub. Which it I find seems interesting. like it. Yeah. I would not have guessed that. Same. It's like, it's not a random place, but it's not like a huge city. And there's not like a ton of entertainment things going on there. At least it seemed like there was before. a pretty pop in nightlife when I was there. Yeah. I mean, I was going the, to bed at like 9 p.m. literally every time I was, every night when I was there, but there was like some good. It seemed like from our hotel was right in, I guess, the gas, in the lamp, gas district. lamp district. Yes. I like calling it the gas light district. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's always the word that pops into my head. Oh first. my god! Perfect for Katie. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not because she gaslights. Um. Um. Yeah, it's fun. It's just yeah, not like I feel like the industry for entertainment and like ads and like the things that like Bachelor contestants would be doing post Bachelor like is not as strong there. But I could be very wrong because that's I'm nowhere near that industry. <laughs> I just showed yeah, right. my own spit trying not to like swallow into the microphone and then I just choked instead so I've been there <laughs> my B um, I was gonna say yeah I feel like the big hubs have been like Dallas LA obviously New York Nashville mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. main cities were like but San Diego was like kind of I don't know. I just didn't see that one. Coming it's definitely coming. Yeah. yeah. So. Agreed. Well, I hope they both find someone eventually. I don't want to see Blake on another season. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. People were already making jokes about that in the comments I saw. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite joke was that he didn't want to spend the holidays with Aunt Lisa. Was her name Lisa? Lindsay. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Which same she was scary. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I don't blame him. Yeah, she's scary and rude. Sorry. Yeah. I listened to a podcast um with um Blake's mom was on Chatty Broads. And mm. she seemed really nice and cool. I actually really liked his mom, so That's also fine. mourning Katie's loss of Blake's mom. So mm. <laughs> she's yeah. cool. That's too bad. Well, he'll find someone someday, and so will she. Yeah. Or we'll see. Maybe they'll both be on Paradise. That'd be fun. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> I prefer if they didn't, to be honest. I want to see them both on there. I'm ready. No. <laughs> if they're not on there next summer, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> okay. Should we That's hop into Ep1? Yeah, let's do it. 
Okay, so I don't have a ton for this episode because, like we said, it was boring. It was super boring. Yeah. (laughs) So basically, I just have like a few points per like section and we'll just keep going. Um, so like this whole season seems like it's going to be Michelle is a teacher. That is the theme. She is a teacher. She loves teaching. Teacher, teacher, teacher. <laughs> she loves being a teacher and playing basketball. That's mm-hmm. it. It's like and her parents he, love each other. <laughs> they always like hone in on these things. It's like Katie was sex positive and like mm-hmm. Colton was a virgin and like <laughs> Peter was a pilot. Just like. And Ari was old. It's just like they have like these things that are like them. (laughs) They're two personality traits. So yeah, she's a teacher. She loves basketball and her parents love each other. I feel like those are the three things that I picked up on the most. Um, But the episode started with her students like slut shaming her. (laughs) Like they were like, how many men are you going to kiss? And she's like, there's 30 men. And they're like, oh my God, they're so shocked. (laughs) I thought it was really funny. And she's from Minnesota, which I did not remember. So I'm glad that we were constantly reminded of it because it becomes an important plot point. Um, and yeah, her parents are in love. That's like basically what we got from her little hometown view. Woo. Love Congrats. it. <laughs> um, and then they like start showing like random flashes of the men and like where they're from. It's just like a choice view. The um, intro packages. The intro packages. I made no note of any of it because I don't really, I didn't get anything from it. Um, I have some notes. Let's hear it. Um, Joe is also from Minnesota. Yes. Clayton. His described his him and his brothers as being a mini frat. Red flag. And they also had a video of him with his mom, which I thought was kind of cute. Um. And Nate had a cute dog. Um. And then Ryan had a um, how-to list in his room. Mm. Those are the things that I noted from the intros. I think those are important. Ryan, Thank Ryan, you. Ryan. Yeah, so while they're doing the intro packages, um, they also show some of them, like, arriving to the hotel. And after going through a couple of the men, they bring Tasha and Caitlin in, and they start just, like, raiding their stuff. <laughs> like, they start with one man. I don't, I don't remember who he was. But they're just, like, going through his things and looking at his toiletries. And then they go to Ryan's room. And immediately, this is, like, 15 minutes into the show. And immediately yes. they, like, pull, open a suitcase and then find this, like, book. This printed out book of notes. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. In Ryan's suitcase that reference past contestants and how to get more screen time. Also, I think someone pointed out that he didn't spell bachelorette correctly on yeah. the front of the folder <laughs> i don't I know what to- that was so funny on top of everything else such a funny do you detail. think that he actually brought this yes okay he has well i can tell the t once we get to it okay okay yeah at this point i was like i feel like the producers like put that in there or he's like completely hired by the show but yeah, well, we'll get there again later on. So, yeah, Tasha and Caitlin know this information, but are doing nothing with it right now. 
Um, and yeah, the day part is pretty short. Um, and I'm just going to jump to their little entrances. Um, Michelle looked amazing in her dress for this first night. It was like sparkly. I felt like it went really well with her skin tone. It had really cool cutouts in it. I loved the dress and I loved her in it. You liked it? Yeah, I thought it was cute. I thought that it didn't really fit her like really body type very well i thought it wasn't the most flattering for her because oh, I like thought it was oh it showed off her like muscular sh- shoulders and stuff i thought that her i mean her arms like couldn't look bad but like i just thought because <laughs> like i feel like those dresses that have the cutouts on the side are for more of like an hourglass shape and she has like a very athletic build mm. she's like and so i just thought i don't know i thought they did her dirty with that one I didn't, wow, see, I, didn't I really like it. liked it. <laughs> and I thought the cutouts were cool. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't think it flattered her that mm. well. I saw some, there were, like, some angles of her that I was like, why did they do that to her? She's, like, so beautiful and in, like, fantastic shape. And it just, like, I don't know, seemed to be, uh. like, pinching her in weird places. Mm. I did not like it. I'm on the side of the producers for this one. Anti. I'm, <laughs> I'm pro. <laughs> um, and I also like that Tasha and Caitlin are both wearing black. Like, I feel like it's very hosty and it doesn't distract from what Michelle's wearing. Like, I'm pretty sure in Katie's season, they just kind of were wearing whatever. And I appreciate that they're, like, toning it down a little bit because they're the hosts. Agree cool also it's like they're going to a funeral some of these (laughs) men are about to be roasted true all right so i did not keep everybody in here but just the ones that stood out slash that will be important later uh clayton obviously he comes out with a meter stick for michelle to smack him with he seems like super nervous and like not that into it and michelle is also like what no i hated <laughs> it was this. so weird i did not like it at all it was and really I think he regretted it yeah it was really awkward i was like how is this man no it was it was bad yeah and we're like extra judgy because we know um what is to come with him <laughs> um yeah that was a no for me um jamie i said that he was too confident like right away i did, was not a huge fan Um, I have written down that she really liked him and that fiance said that he thinks he wins. <laughs> okay. I hope he doesn't. Oh I mean, that was, that was from first yeah, from episode only. I'm giving ago. zero of my opinions from the second episode. Okay. Well, this was my opinion on the first episode that I wasn't a fan and I wrote down what he said because I didn't like it because he was talking about her dress and he was like, that was just fabric until you brought it to life. Like, what kind of line is that? Yeah, that's laying it on thick. I don't know. I didn't really say anything else about him. Just the facts. She yeah. seemed to like him. That was it. She did. I wrote my opinions. I didn't like it. <laughs> um, Brandon K., who I don't even remember what he looks like at this point, but he gives her Mardi Gras beads and says that Michelle has to show him her, and he, like, gestures to her chest or, like, to his chest, and it was disgusting, and he was like, oh, no, 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 it means your heart, but in case you don't know, at Mardi Gras, the adult version of Mardi Gras, um, women <laughs> show their 
top to get beads. They're boobs. They're boobs. And I found this (laughs) incredibly disgusting. I think I would have just sent him away. Yeah, I didn't like it. I said, no thanks. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Rick, who is the man that looks like he's wearing eyeliner, his eyes are very nice. He comes out in a table and <laughs> it's so scary. <laughs> Michelle was scared and it was just like this ridiculous like horror like comedy show. Um, and she like seemed really weirded out by it. And then when they wheeled him in with the rest of the men, they were all like, send it back, send it back. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. Um, Ryan comes in in an ice cream truck and says some obviously rehearsed lines. Uh, she seems impressed regardless. I just Um, said ice cream truck. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we need to know. I was obviously very unamused by all of these intros. I said jack shit about them. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote literally what I'm saying. (laughs) Not nothing. Um, Peter is a pizzapreneur, which we discussed in our predictions episode. Um, And he comes out with pizza dough that he immediately just chunks to the ground. Like he acts like he's going to like spin it or do something cool. But he just like throws it in a ball on the ground after screaming something Italian. I was confused. This made me think that he just works at Papa John's. (laughs) I hope that's the case. (laughs) I was like, what's pizzapreneur? Still didn't know what this meant at this point. And so I was like, I think maybe it means that he just works at Papa John's. (laughs) If it was Domino's, he'd be a good contender if I was the bachelorette. I don't think he works at Domino's, though. If he was to work at a pizza place, Papa Papa John's. John's. Yeah. That's the energy he gives me. Yeah, bad energy. Um, Daniel scoots in on a little baby fire truck only to be immediately upstaged by PJ in a real fire truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Daniel also says the word smoke show, which triggered me. Oof, no. And Michelle was flirting hardcore with PJ when he came in. Mm. I don't know what she said, but those were my thoughts about those two. Yep. <laughs> Noted. I mean, I would too. Yeah. PJ just does something. Has... If I'm thinking of the right man, he is attractive. <laughs> yeah, he's the one. Well, he's gone now. R.I.P. PJ. But um. Rip. <laughs> but yeah, with the mustache, never liked a mustache oh, before. Oh, but... yeah, that one. Oh. <laughs> Rip. Um, and then the last person I wrote down was Rodney. He comes out in an apple costume and doesn't know any types of apples. Yeah. I said he seems nice, I think. And I stand by that still. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) He's just silly. Uh, any other people that caught your eye slash that you think are important for later happenings? (laughs) Let me scroll through my, like, three notes. Um, (laughs) Jack's... Full name is Jack Russell. I want to point that out. What the dog? His parents hate him. That's the only. um, That's the only explanation that I can think of. It's true. Sorry, Jack. Did he? Is he still on the show? Mm, He was. um. Well, yeah, he was on there at some point. (laughs) Actually, he was in episode two, but he's not in episode three. 
Okay. How do you? Oh, so he does. I wrote down everybody's name who stayed. And oh, he okay. was not on there. Unless okay. I missed it, which could have happened. <laughs> okay. Then he doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I didn't really love Romeo. He mm. annoyed me. He spoke French. Oh, um, yeah. That was annoying. And then. Do we talk about Nate? No. Um, he said it's better Nate than never. <laughs> I did not like it, but um, I think that he'll make it far based off of his limo entrance is what I thought. Mm. He gave his full name when he came out of the limo, which I don't remember what his last name was, but he said it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, Chris S., um came out of a school bus with shorts and a backpack and i hate him (laughs) um which one is chris s he's the one that looks like the quarterback is he bearded chris or not bearded chris not bearded chris okay interesting that you don't like him um i think that i wrote in my episode two notes um that he looks like tyler c and Tyler Cameron and mm-hmm. um <laughs> and Hunter had a baby. Okay, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, Interesting. I'll think of him differently now. Yep, that's all I got. Cool. Very exciting men. Yeah, we we love them. <laughs> um yeah, so then they go into the cocktail party. Um I literally wrote down four interactions. Michelle is talking to the guys and everything, having a good time. She gives like lovely little speeches about being there for um with authenticity, being there for the right reasons, all of that good stuff that we hear every time. <laughs> um so yeah, so Michelle DM'd Joe before and because they're both from Minnesota, Michelle had DM Joe previously, and then he ghosted her. We find out because they're having their conversation, um, and they reveal that they had spoken previously. And she's like, "Well, why did you ghost me?" And then come here, and he said <laughs> that he was really stressed because everything was happening. Like this is kind of the era of when George Floyd was murdered. Um, and he's in Minnesota too. And he just like had gotten really stressed out and Michelle said like, yeah, I hear you. But if you had just said something, like everything would be fine. Like communication is a big thing for her. We're starting to find out. Oh, yes. I mean, communication probably should be a big thing. I like always, I saw like a TikTok or something where it was making fun of how on these shows they're always like communication is a big thing for me or like and like um authenticity is like a Mm -hmm. big thing for me and like being honest is like a big thing for me and just like the most like just like you not treating me like shit is like a huge thing for me and just like yeah why did I say it like this like it's just having like the bare minimum standards basically it's like I'm gonna need you to talk to me like you have respect for me oh that's the other one respect is like a huge thing yeah it's just like oh like not me (laughs) really yeah like I actually like when my partners just like hate me (laughs) 
I actually really like being disrespected and when I don't talk to my partner. And not just in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's a different story. <laughs> but yeah, it's super silly. It's the same things that we hear different versions of every season. It's like as they start liking each other more, it's like, yeah, he just like really talks to me. Like, like oh, yeah. As he should. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so funny how they, like, make it up. Like, that's, like, so different. They're like, I don't know, like, about the women that you've met before. But, like, (laughs) honesty is, like, and it's, like, I, like, will not be cheated on. They'll, like, bring that one up a lot. Like, I do not tolerate cheating and stuff like that. And it's just, like, well. (laughs) Well, darn it. I was going to cheat. That's, like, the default, I feel. Yeah. No, it's all of these things that are just, like, you want to be with, like, a decent person. And yeah. And it should go without saying. Yeah, and they just really put emphasis on it. Um, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, I agree with her that I wish he would have just, like, been honest with her if that really was the situation. And I don't want to believe that he was just giving an excuse. But especially that excuse is, like, mm-hmm. if you're lying about that that's a problem exactly Um, (laughs) but i don't know it almost felt like he was hoping that she wouldn't recognize him yeah yeah because he didn't come in like addressing it at all and he even was kind of like as he walked away was when she said hey are you whatever his last name is um and he was like what 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 (laughs) yeah i don't know he was being sketchy yeah he's being really weird and yeah i just felt like she was like i don't know i just feel like he knows that he fucked up and yeah i don't think he should have come on the show because it just seems like a weird foundation to start things on it really does like ghosting her (laughs) exactly i hope he leaves like kind of before the midpoint because i don't want to watch that yeah decline (laughs) yeah yeah, i don't think that's gonna work out yeah i don't see them like being at the end same yeah weird vibes um i also noted rick's little thing he was the guy in the table um he like they made him play it out so much which i was super uncomfortable and thought it was really weird and then he finally got out of the table really awkwardly and i don't remember anything about the conversation but he gave way too much eye contact it creeped me out all i could picture was myself in michelle's seat and he was just like not looking away from her at all at all when he was talking when she was talking and like mm-hmm. i know no eye contact is a bad thing yeah but i need some breaks in eye contact like that would be too much for me yeah i'm not the best with eye contact so in general so mm, yeah okay not for me i didn't notice that though i said that he gave some really good reassurance but also i don't know if you're going on the show don't do one of these intros where you're like inside of something (laughs) because they always make you stay in there it's like the guy that was in that box (laughs) and like (laughs) (laughs) 
well, it's the producers making him do these things. I like, know. I doubt that he was like, hey, you know, it would be fun as if I were in a table. That's why, that's, <laughs> no, but they have to convince them to do that. So, like, yeah. I, I'm sure that he, and then they probably were like, no, 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 just, just stay in there. And then it'll be fun when you, like, come out and it's, like, a reveal. And it's just like... They make them stay in there. They convince them to do it. And then they have to stay in these, like, horrible situations. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> don't do that. And the ones where you're dressed up like an animal, like Connor. He was in that cat costume all night looking like yeah. a freak. So. It's true. Don't look like you can play out the fool at it because they will keep <laughs> you going with it. For real. I feel like he kind of redeemed himself. I forgot that he was the one that was in that table by the second episode. So okay, he because yeah, even their conversation out after the table, like the eye contact thing, scared me. But I felt like he turned it around pretty well, and he was like, "I just want to make you laugh, and if you ever need like just a break from everything, like come find me." Like I thought that was a nice, a nice touch. Also, the fool's edit is a term that um, Game of Roses use, and it is definitely a real thing. It's. It's basically Rick's edit where they make you do something well, ridiculous and yeah. like you're just played as like an idiot the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. don't get into something. <laughs> don't refuse. Don't go on the show if they're going to put you in a table. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to walk up and be like, what's up? I'm Rick. <laughs> that would My have been better. My thing is staring too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Ryan you know, talks to her, and he's saying, like, all of these things that Michelle loves, like, he, I think he said he works with special ed kids, if yes, I'm not completely he, making that up. He says that he coaches the Special Olympics. Yes, that's it. Yeah, and, like, just saying all of these things that, like, are just right up her alley, and she is so impressed as they're, like, eating ice cream out of his ice cream truck. It wasn't even ice cream. It was snow cones. Oh, gross. Yeah, offensive to call it ice cream. Because yeah. they kept calling it ice cream and it wasn't. Wow, I didn't even notice. I was fooled. Trash. <laughs> don't I don't mind the snow ice- cone, but it's not as good as ice cream. Don't call it ice cream. Yeah, don't call That's it's crazy. Not the same. I hate that. Um, and apparently this is Michelle's favorite thing. She loves ice cream or Well, a she snow didn't get cone. any, so <laughs> yeah. And then now, right when she's like, wow, I like this guy, is when Tasha and Caitlin decide to interrupt her and tell her about their snooping. Not before he came on. They didn't send him away when they figured out that he was sketchy. They waited until she started having feelings for him, and then she, they told her about him. Yeah, they approach her. They're like, we have to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come here, come here. <laughs> and I guess it wasn't like in the middle of them talking. Like Michelle had moved on to something else, and they interrupted um but yeah they're like we found some notes and she's like whose notes are they is it someone i've already talked to and they're like yeah is it ryan yeah (laughs) so then she goes to talk to ryan about it um and she takes them to ryan's room where she reads the notes he's being super sketchy the whole time um he claims that they were written by his friend's wife which, like, partly I can understand that. Um, and then he kind of leaves the room to let her read through it. And it's, like, pages and pages and pages of just, like, weird notes. And, like, some of them are really common sense. And they're all things that he should have just left at home. Like, read it before yeah. and keep it in your mind. Don't be a dummy. <laughs> 
doesn't seem that bright. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> Nah, he seems like an idiot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this would have been a good play for him had he not brought them with him like an idiot. Because, like, he was kind of doing an all right job. I feel like he would have made it a lot faster, farther. I have a lot of thoughts on this, actually. Mm. Um, because I know for a fact that they go through all of your stuff. Like, the... So, to make sure that you don't have, like, you know, stuff that you're not supposed to have. Because, like, yeah. you're not allowed to have, like, fucking anything there. So, I feel like... They had ar- they had definitely already gone through his stuff at this point. Mm-hmm. And then that's why they sent in Tasha and Caitlin to go into a few people's rooms. Because they were like, let's have them. Like, we can't just be like, oh, we found this stuff in this guy's back. Like, whatever. <laughs> Backpack when we were going through his shit when he got here. Like, they need to set it up a little more smooth. And so they were like, okay. Like, let's do a fun thing where you guys go and, like, spy on some of the guys. And then you just yeah. conveniently will find this. Just look around till you find it. It's conveniently on the table, of course. Yeah, it was all for that moment. Yeah, there's no <laughs> other motive to them doing that. Than yeah, they knew like, that that was in Ryan's suitcase. <laughs> yeah, and um, I don't know. So I was really glad when Michelle asked Ryan to see the notes. I was like... Hell yeah. I felt like that was like a big middle finger to the producers because I don't know. I feel like a lot of leads would have just been like, okay, well, what did they say? Whatever. And just been upset. Like, I'm glad that she like was like, let me see it. And just like <laughs> took them on a whole side side trail. Yeah. We're and going on a field trip. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um I don't know. It was an iconic moment when she did that. Yeah, I agree. She is like all business and I love it. Like she's not entertaining any of that stuff. Um, And yeah, she sends him home. She kind of walks him to the door and then he goes out to the driveway. And then they show him just sitting on a box for a while. He's just like sitting on some small little thing in the driveway looking all sad. (laughs) Oh my God. This whole, this whole part of him like being scolded of her like going, reading through all this stuff and then like, yeah, going out there and yelling at him like he was one of her fifth grade students Mm -hmm. and then him, he, oh my God, I cannot get the vision of him walking out of the hotel out of my head he looked like a like puppy dog that you just like kicked he looked so i just like i the secondhand embarrassment that i felt yeah was so strong because he looked like oh god i don't even know how to explain what he looked like because it's like i mean he fucked up so i should feel sad for him but he i felt kind of sad for him because i'm like you're an idiot <laughs> no, you're right. The secondhand embarrassment was so strong. And yeah, I think he was just too stupid. Like, I don't think he was being that, like, malicious or anything. Like, he just was a dummy. Yes, I agree. Um, also, the tea that I have is that, mm. like, his ex-girlfriend, um, I think they messaged, I think it was Reality reality Steve that they messaged. I'm not 100% sure on the source of this. But one of his ex-girlfriends apparently messaged someone and was like, 
He definitely wrote those because apparently when they were dating, he was like super into Google Docs and would like have Google Docs for everything. Oh my God. He would have like Google Docs for their dates and he would have like Google Docs for every person that he dated, like facts about them and stuff. Wow. Isn't that so weird? That is weird. (laughs) He's a weird weird guy. (laughs) And maybe he has like something wrong or something like... I don't know. Maybe I should start doing that for my peanut brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're having to write, like, extensive notes on the TV show we just watched. (laughs) I would have remembered none of this (laughs) had I not written it down. Oh, yeah. No, same. But, like, I feel like maybe I should start that for, like, my life since I just, like, erase it after it happens immediately. I should start writing down memes. That could be a good idea. Dear yeah. Diary. <laughs> See, and then you could turn it into a memoir. <laughs> if you get do enough interesting stuff, you publish it. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> In um, Bridesmaids, um, Rebel Wilson, when she's like the roommate, she's like, I didn't know it was your diary. I thought it was a very sad book. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that could be you. <laughs> Oh, man, what a good movie. Yeah, man. Well, I guess this is something Ryan does. That's so weird. I'm glad that we know that, though, because I really thought that this was, like, a producer plant. Like, he was just there to, like, carry out this drama that they had to fabricate for the first episode. A very sad handwritten book is the line. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yours will be Google Doc, not handwritten. (laughs) No, I'm going to do it on my iPad, so. <laughs> with your with your pencil, the yes. iPad pencil. <laughs> wow. Finally use it for something. <laughs> Just kidding. I, I used it when I was studying for the professional engineering exam. It served its purpose for sure. Yes. You don't I, pass on the first try without an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. I bought it specifically to motivate myself to take that test (laughs) i completely understand i I do things like that a lot (laughs) you see those memes that are like my life would be so much like better if i just had an ipad yes (laughs) that's how i felt (laughs) yeah i'm like i'm getting there (laughs) yeah i might get one do it mine sits next to my bed and i barely ever look at it hey how much are you selling that thing for (laughs) that's a good use (laughs) no i need it it's like a comfort thing Mm. now well i want it (laughs) i can't relate to the memes if i get rid of it (laughs) (laughs) true i'll take all your power you get from it but yeah i'm like if more school happens like i definitely need an ipad for that save some trees without taking handwritten notes on paper switch to the pad 100 percent. they do not charge like at all (laughs) they charge so slow don't let it die noted (laughs) yeah i i feel like that happens with a lot of apple products i also need a new laptop so we'll see what happens welcome back to our new podcast called how to use an ipad (laughs) with your two tech experts (laughs) i tips (laughs) Oh, my God. 
Okay, so I hope Ryan gets an iPad so he can take notes um, and write about all of his women on an iPad instead of his normal Google Drive situation. Um, Rip Ryan, that was a sad short story. It was. Oh, my God. I cannot stop picturing his sad little face and his sad little arms hanging next to his body as he, like, strolled out of there, like, all embarrassed. Oh, my God. Don't worry. He has a farm. He has a friend with a wife. He's, he has a little life going on. All right. The only other person I wrote about their conversation was Nate. He opened up about his childhood and divorced parents with Michelle. He was, like, a little bit hesitant to do so. He was like, my parents weren't like your parents, but I don't want to get too deep into it. And Michelle's like, that's literally why, like, you're here. We're all here to share our past traumas with each other. (laughs) So then he just talks about that. Um, And he ends up with the first impression rose for it. Congrats, Nate, for opening up. It's called The Bachelorette, but what it should really be called is sharing your trauma on national television. (laughs) Trauma Um. competition. (laughs) The trauma Olympics. (laughs) Like the TikTok comment section up there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Literally. Just like a filmed version of that. Just like trauma dumping (laughs) on the lead. Like, hello, my name's Nate. My parents didn't love each other. Oh, you have a grandma? Mine's dead. (laughs) Oh, you play basketball? My basketball coach actually died, so. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's topical. (laughs) Oh, my God. I wrote nothing else about any other interactions. So anything else stand out to you? I said I think that he's going to make it really far, and oh, they had good vibes. Yeah, I like him for her. I think that they're cute. I think he's I, cute. Yeah, I could see him actually winning, so I don't know. Me we'll too. See. Me too. Cool. Um, anybody else? Because if not, jump into the ceremony. Um... <laughs> As the wheels are turning. Um, no, I had cool. literally nothing else on this whole page. Love it. So let's just jump to who stays. I did not write down who goes because I did not catch any of them. They announced like three of their names. And the rest oh wait, I gone. did write something else down. <gasps> let's hear it. Peter fed her a cannoli. Oh, yeah. I thought that was gross, so I deleted it from my notes. Okay. Um, I I think he – I don't know. I thought that he seemed, like, actually kind of nice in that moment, like, when during, when they were chatting. He seemed okay. Um, mm, I and, thought he seemed weird. And Rodney <laughs> did not know which apples were what color. Yeah, as he's sitting in an apple costume. That's it. Cool. Cannolis and apples. (laughs) It's good to be reminded that Peter's Italian. Um, Cool. So the people who stay are Jamie, Leroy, Martin, Spencer, Rick, Clayton, Peter, PJ, Malik. Romeo, Daniel, Brandon J, Will, Chris S, 
Rodney, Alec, Pradeep, Christopher G, Casey, Olu, LT, and after excusing herself, Michelle, to think about it, Joe. Love it. That was a really smart way of doing that. Thanks. I, I like, tried could to not. figure out who was going home, and I failed. So I didn't want to. I could have gone and looked at the list, but I don't think we really needed it. The only person – so there was a the guy, Brian, not Ryan. Um, yes. I thought that he was going to make it far, but he went home this first night. He kind of looked like a dad. Yeah. He was the only one night I was sad to Brian. see leave. Yeah. See you on Paradise, buddy. <laughs> I hope. You seem sweet. <laughs> But yeah, that was episode one. Um, only that one piece of drama with Ryan so far. Um, yeah, we have a, still 23 guys remaining for episode two. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out that we recapped that whole two-hour thing in like 30 minutes. We did. That just goes to show how much fluff there was. <laughs> That episode so is so boring. Fun. And we added our, if I had just read what I wrote down, even the version before I took notes on my notes, it would have taken like two minutes probably. <laughs> I have literally, okay, I guess it is three pages, but there's so many bullet points and the pages are mostly white. <laughs> there's like yeah. no words on them. <laughs> it was such a boring episode. Yeah, mine was one single page. Yeah, super boring. These men seem, like, some of them seem fine, but none of them are like, wow. And I am disappointed by Clayton so far. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to be, like, groundbreaking in some way. Yeah, Bachelor material. That's what we're here for. Am I doing this? Yes. Also, I remembered my other happening this week. Tonight, I ordered Domino's because I had a free (laughs) pizza waiting for me. And when I clicked order, you know, it shows the pizza tracker. And it said that I got a free thing. So I got, I had a free pizza and another free thing that turned out to be a pizza when it arrived to me. So I wish good luck unto all of you because that was an amazing occurrence. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'd been seeing those commercials, but I didn't understand what it meant. And when I ordered Domino's the last time, I thought when that popped up that it meant I got another one, like, on my next order that I could, like, get a free pizza. But then it came with just, like, a random extra pizza. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was so confused. But I don't. Look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> well said, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, no, I will take it any day. So, wow. yeah, I'm I'm happy. We love that. That felt like a noodle vibes. You were like, I got a free pizza, so you all will have good fortune now. That's for sure. Today is a bones day, I think. So that's why it happened. Yeah, Um, so that's my intermission. I saw that some someone I follow on um Instagram posted like the University of Kentucky or somewhere had posted a like a photo of it raining there and was like, 
it's a bones day, but we're unsure of if that's actually true or not. I was like, oh my God, even the university Instagrams are getting on the bones or no bones. It's so mainstream. Train. Yeah, I've seen like in people's offices, there'll be like a little arrow and a picture of noodle either with bones or without bones. And the oh arrow God. will move from one to the other depending on what happened that day. And if you don't oh. know what we're talking about, there is a pug on TikTok named Noodle. Noodles or Noodle? I think it's just Noodle. Singular, singular Noodle, not plural. And his owner every morning will like... He, so he starts laying down, and his owner will come to his dog he's bed. He's 13. He's 13. He is an elderly <laughs> pug, so don't get attached. Um, he'll come I and he'll- I think about that constantly. <laughs> <laughs> like, when Noodle That's what all the comments leaves say, us, <laughs> I will not be okay. <laughs> oh, we will all be in mourning. So his owner will come up to his bed while he's laying down, and then he'll prop Noodle up, like in a sitting position- and then if it's a no bones day, he'll just plop right back down. He can't stand up. He has no bones. But if it's a bones day, he'll stay sitting up. And if it's a bones <laughs> day, that means you're going to have a good, productive, strong yes. day. And if it's a no bones day, do something nice for yourself. It might yeah, be a Yeah, it's metaphorical. Day. Yes. Yeah. Like it's a dumpier day, so you should take care of yourself. Yeah. It's like... I believe in this more than I believe in, like, everything. The other day, I'm not going to lie to you, I was like, I do not want to. I forget what it was. It was like I needed to log on and do some more work or something. And I was Mm. like, I do not want to do that. And then I remembered it was a Bones Day. And I was like, I have to do it. (laughs) It's true. No. I I was, I like, legitimately, if it had been a no Bones Day, I would have been like, it's a no Bones Day. I can't do it. (laughs) But since it was a Bones Day, I was like, I have to. I have no choice. Noodle said. It's a good motivator. And yeah, today I was like coding through something and just needed to figure something out. And I really wanted to take a break. But I was like, nope, we got to do it. Today is the day of productivity. I'm going to get it done. And I did. We love you, Noodle. Yeah. We wish he you will all. never die. <laughs> he will be immortal. <laughs> yes. It's the only option. <laughs> Um, okay, so it is me. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right, we got 23 guys. (laughs) 23 guys, one girl. Um, the first date. (laughs) What? (laughs) We have a date card. It says, today's lesson is love. So it's obviously going to be some sort of school-related thing because... Is she a teacher? Here, Michelle's a teacher. (laughs) No way. I don't know if they've mentioned it, but she is a teacher. Um, They're doing Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader with real fifth graders. Wow. Um, These kids were savage. I'm not going to lie. I love them. Um, I don't think these were her real students, which is sad, but it's fine. We'll take the actors, I guess. Um, <laughs> You're saying Mia, Riley, and Kennedy weren't real? <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. It was real to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, she says nothing is more revealing than being in a classroom, which I found to be an interesting <laughs> statement. But okay. 
You weren't at your most exposed in the grade school classroom. <laughs> I probably was. Who knows? I erased it from my memory because I don't have a Google Doc. Um <laughs> Google Doc wasn't invented when we were in fifth grade. <laughs> Had it been, I would remember. Um, <laughs> um, they do 20, 20, 21 times 18. Quick. Lenny, what is it? Um, It is... Too slow. No, I know <laughs> it. I know it. I know it. Hold on. You can't type it's it into something. a calculator. I'm not typing it. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. It's 36,378. Wow. Congrats. I didn't write down the answer. I put three question marks. Um, Peter was too slow. And then he said, I didn't have time. I used my fingers to count. And one of the kids says, well, count faster then. <laughs> Savage. I died. Um, then they did two negative numbers multiplied together is? A positive number. Wow, congrats. Thank ding, you. ding, ding. Um, <laughs> then how many times is acceptable to call Michelle beautiful in a day? Infinite. So, yeah, they all said <laughs> infinity. And then someone did someone did 36,000 and said he was trying to count how many seconds were in a day. And the little girl's jaw literally dropped. She was shook by that response. I couldn't tell if that was like a positive reaction from her or not. I think it was positive. Okay, I thought so too. At first I was like, man, she doesn't like that. But I think she yeah. was like, wow, that was so romantic. Yeah. I can't believe he just said that. Wasn't that Romeo? The And didn't he say that he studied math at Harvard? Somebody said that. I don't know. I think it was Romeo. Okay, well. Did he get the question right that was about math? Yeah. Peter was the only one that got that one wrong. Okay, well. Because he's an um, idiot. Peter also failed at chemistry. Um... And then he asked them, "Was did you have to do it in a specific order? And one of the kids said, that was the whole challenge. You have to follow directions. And I just, the, the savagery, just amazing. I love it. Um, we know that chemistry is about directions. We did a chem lab together in our AP chemistry class. I'm not convinced that chemistry is anything other than just titrations. That's literally all I've ever done. I think chemistry is fake. Like, I don't even really know what I was supposed to be learning from that, but I've done like 30, <laughs> 30 titrations in my life, and I've mm -hmm. only taken like two chemistry classes. So it's just like, why? That's a lot <laughs> why of is that it? I've never done like anything else. Oh. Yeah, you like to still stuff too at some point in organic chemistry. And oh, one time in biochemistry, we well, it was kind of sad um but we uh put a fish in liquid nitrogen and then we crushed it <laughs> i can't one? remember if it was alive or dead by the time we did it but it was like a little goldfish um and it's not like we did this for fun like our professor made us do this and you we, crushed it with what um a mortar and pestle 
like we ground it into pieces and then we found out how much protein Snorted was in it. it. Oh. You say snort? <laughs> Yeah, we, we actually got a lower yield because we snorted part of ours. <laughs> um, it was very sad, but um, yeah, that that's another activity that one can do in chemistry. Wow. Okay, I don't know about all that. Also, that was bio, biochemistry, so it was mm-hmm. half biology. Doesn't count. Yeah, that was my favorite, biochemistry. Yeah, because it was more real than the other chemistries. The rest of it's fake. Elements Trash. aren't real. Electrons are fake. Agree. That's my. That's my. What aside. is a that's neutron? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Who could say? <laughs> um. Anyway, then they also played musical chairs, and Peter got like aggressive. Um. They did spelling. I want you to know that every single one of these words has a red squiggle under it. <laughs> <laughs> How did you spell? <laughs> I, I I don't want to say. Anyway, the to. words were protein, entrepreneur, and narcissist. How do you spell protein? Okay, that one does. It autocorrected before. <laughs> so. You spelled it like Peter <laughs> with the I and the E. Oh, no, someone no. else wrote it like that. Oh. Maybe I did spell it right. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um um peter says i'm an entrepreneur and says that he has his own pizzeria so we get clarity on what a pizzapreneur means it still could be his own papa john's chain yeah it might just be a franchise who's to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get papa john's energy from him i don't get anything like no that's it papa john's that's the energy i'm getting i agree okay um, and then Will put Peter instead of spelling narcissist. So that was like drama. I love it. Um, also, Peter says that Will has only known him for two to three days. So it made me think that this date did not happen first. Hmm. That's interesting. Like, you don't well, think they would have left them alone for two days? Well, editing note. No. I think they keep them separate while they're, like, quarantining in the hotel rooms, and then they'll meet on night one. Yeah, but, like, you don't think they would have, like, not filmed for a day? No. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think the only time they do that is when it's, like, travel days. Yeah. Good notice. Thank you. An observant queen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay, then we have the cocktail party. Um, Brandon says he's going to be here till the end and do what it takes to be with her. Um, He lays it on thick. He says that he's trying to remember all of her so he can go home and have a dream about her. He wasn't allowed to bring his iPad to take notes, so he's got to really drill it in there. I found that so creepy. Like, don't tell people you just met you want to dream about them. Yeah. She was like, this is fake. I don't believe you. This is like you read a book called How to Get Girls 101. And then he's like, no, I'm just an old soul. (laughs) 
but she anyone says, who like, calls himself an old soul is a red flag. Agree. Um, she says that he makes her laugh and they kiss though. I don't know. It was just too much for me. Like, I know that everyone on the show is just on there for like to be on TV or whatever, like other motives. They're not really ever actually on there to like find love for like, I would say 90 to 95% of people. Yeah. (laughs) So, for sure. Like, I get that, but also I feel like. You shouldn't be just, like, acting. You should just at least try to be kind of authentic about it. Yeah. You can, like, lie but still be yourself. Yeah, because this was a bit much. I agree. After having, like, half a conversation with someone to the next time you see them be like, let me just memorize your face so I can dream about you later. Like, ew, you fucking yeah. creeper. <laughs> I would be sending him home. 911? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I agree. Yeah. And then Romeo does kind of the same thing, but he says every time he looks at her, he forgets about the other guys, which I think came out wrong. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, she kind of laughed at it and then. I don't know. It was like, okay, thank you. Um, I don't know. It was weird, but I think I get what he, the intention behind what he meant to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my eye, I just rolled my eyes, but Peter confronts Will. Um, they start fighting, like, definitely an earshot of Michelle. Um, I think I hate both of them. <laughs> I agree. They can both take each other down. Yeah, I hope that they just like both leave. Did either of them leave? I think she no. kept Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Both of them stayed. I think. Yeah. Um, okay. So I hope they both go home next week. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> um I don't know. He's not the popular party though. Peter. Um mm-hmm. and Michelle ends up pulling him aside and asks him, like, what's going on? And she makes a really good point where she relates it back to how he will treat her if they were ever to get into an argument with each other. I probably would never have thought about that. (laughs) Or maybe I would if I was in her position. But as a viewer, would not have thought about that, to be honest. But wow. That was a very good point. I'm glad that she brought that up. So good. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. And I felt like it's such good advice for everybody watching. Like, I feel like she's a very genuine bachelorette. Like, obviously, it's all TV show and a lot of it's fake. But this was like a super cool like thing that she said. It's it's so true. Like, you need to pay attention how the people you're dating react when they're unhappy. Yes. Yes, agree. Because, yeah, she's like, one day I'm going to piss you off and, like, I don't want you to start yelling at me. Like, yeah, yeah. that's so true. Yeah, I agree. If someone, no, like, your partner should not yell at you in that manner. And if they do, um, find a new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was really out of character. Um, but... I don't know. She's really having to go into, like, full-on teacher mode with these guys, and it's only, like, the second day. Mm-hmm. And she's already had to do this with, like, literally three people. 
They're all children. Boring children. Men. Um, <laughs> I'm Men. just saying. Boring children. <laughs> the male leads never have to do this with the women. It's true. Um, so, okay. Then we have Rick. He writes her a Mad Lib and they like fill it out together. And I don't know. It was really cute. I like him, I but I want it. him to make it till the end. I'm I think I'm Team Rick at this point. <laughs> so, hashtag Team Rick. <laughs> Agreed. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> yeah. Just um, look at her list. <laughs> blink every once in a while, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> the date rose though goes to Brandon. Um, creep I disagree but I don't know he says that he's somehow already following falling for her even though they've said like two words to each other I'm unimpressed by this man I feel like I don't like him so I agree him and Will can leave and Peter Bye. I can get out. <laughs> um, then we have a one-on-one. Um, it's the date card says, "I'm looking for someone to be my rock." Um, Ooh. it's Jamie. Jamie is going on the date. Um, uh, <laughs> and they're very obviously going rock climbing. They could have been going to like a rock concert. Guitar I guessed, lessons. I guessed rock climbing, <laughs> and I was correct. You were right. I gave no thought to it. I just waited for them to show me. I like do not guess these date cards. <laughs> oh, I've been trying to guess, and I got all of them correct. Oh, so. I'll start trying to do that too. I just like let it happen. I don't think about it at all. <laughs> yep. I mean, cool. these were all super obvious. The first one said like today's lesson is love. This one says. I'm looking for someone to be my rock. And then the other one says, all's fair in love and basketball. (laughs) That one was the most obvious. (laughs) So they don't leave too much out to the imagination (laughs) with these. They might get a little more complicated. We'll see. I'm so impressed that you guessed it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah. Um, I don't, I missed what he said, but the guys are saying that Jamie isn't grateful for the one-on-one. He said, like, I'm gonna forget, like, it was like, I'm gonna, like, assess the situation. Like, I'm excited to, like, see if we're compatible, because that's what it's all about. Which, like, I don't think is a bad thing to say. And, like, that wasn't word for word, but he was more, like, just saying, this is to test what we have. Okay, because, yeah, he says then in his ITM, he feels pressure to find a connection, but hopes that she feels the same because he doesn't intend to stay if he doesn't feel a connection with her. And I thought that was a fair point, but that they were going to make him a villain for saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's true. And you know what I did? I had to go back to my more extensive notes. I have two versions (laughs) of my notes. And I was also annoyed at this. He goes into, like, this soliloquy about how he travels so much. And that not everybody can, like, be with him having a lifestyle like that. I'm like, okay, you don't need to say that out loud. Stop that. He said that that to the guys? He said that to the guys, yeah. 
That's kind of weird, especially since he didn't say anything he about that on their date. Yeah, mentioned any of it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It was strange. I'm glad that I looked because I forgot about that. So apparently Jamie's a big traveler, gone all the time. Not many women can handle him. Look out, ladies. <laughs> okay, yeah. Women hate traveling. That's like the thing about ladies. You can't take them with you. No, no. <laughs> That's the thing about ladies. <laughs> you know the woman's place. It's not in a plane. <laughs> no, uh, it goes too fast and the u- it damages the uterus. <laughs> Just like men thought would happen if women got on a train back in the 1800s. Oh, women yes. weren't allowed to ride trains because they thought the uteruses would fly out of the body. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened to their ball sacks? <laughs> they fly up to. How are the, the testicles? Price they were willing to pay. Men? I want to yeah, speak to these vulnerable. men. Okay, I suddenly have an answer for that question that's like, if you could go back in history, who would you speak to? I would speak to one of those dudes. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I have some questions. What What happened to your internal organs when you were on that train? Those are even those are external organs. <laughs> even more likely to fly off. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anywho. Maybe Okay. Sorry, Actually, never mind. No, no, no. Say maybe they just like popped him up there. Mm. The testicles. You can just kind of like shove Tuck them in. Up. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Fun to fact about them testicles. From the is... <laughs> I'm sure they did that. That was like a thing before they got on the train. They just like popped up their test. They had like a little <laughs> testicles pop up, well, shove them back up in there, and then go on your merry way in the train. Sans woman. <laughs> Anywho, um, (laughs) moving on, (laughs) um, they go to Joshua Tree, which is fun. I've never been there. I've been once and it's awesome. We should go sometime. My grandparents have been and sent me photos, so I've seen it via them. Yeah. It's lovely. Um, If you like a desert landscape, primo desert landscape. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. They have a succulent garden. Fiance would like that. Oh, yeah. I bet he would. Um, I really liked this date. I would die to do this date and not have to, like, think about the, like, it was already set up for them. They just, like, hooked in and then went up there. Like, that would be the ideal situation for doing this and not having to worry about, like, getting it all set up yourself (laughs) um that's true this one ain't for me i'm not a climber that's true you also hike up the other side fingernails so i mean i can cut them but that's not the my issue with climbing (laughs) my fingernails i feel like maybe if you didn't have them you'd have better grip and i have cut my nails before They're it's so long. Yeah, but I even cut when you them, cut them, they're not that long. Even when long you right cut now. them, they're still long. I swear. I mean, my nail, like the nail part, goes to the end of my finger, so they can only get so short. But that's not my issue with rock climbing. It is me being off the ground. I'm not a fan of that. I like being on the ground. 
I'll hike up um, the other side of this cliff. That's my date. Okay, cool. You can hook up the rope and then <laughs> I just hoist Jamie up. They <laughs> were they were top him. roping, which means that someone had to climb up there and put the rope up for mm. them. Um instead of lead climbing where you like hook it as you go. Right. From the bottom. So mm. Fun facts about rock climbing. Welcome to our podcast called <laughs> Two Rocks. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, Jamie was taking the lead on being the encourager on this date, and Michelle says that it's refreshing because apparently she tends to take the role of the coach in relationships, another basketball reference. Um. <laughs> so would you like this him coaching you up the cliff no it'd be like shut the fuck up i know okay. what i'm doing because <laughs> um yes fiance and i used to be like um pretty regular indoor rock climbers yeah. um he was stronger and taller than me so he was better um, and nothing would annoy me more than when he would like try to tell me what to do because I would be like I, I'll figure it out myself because it's kind of like I like it because it's kind of like a brain exercise mm-hmm. as well as a physical exercise because you have to like figure out like what your body can do and what you need to do like how you need to move to get you know up there which holds and how to hold on to them and stuff. And um, I don't know. I like figuring things out, <laughs> things like that out on my own. So if, that. if someone was right underneath me the whole time being like, oh, you got this. Put your hand up there. Okay, good job. Wow, congrats. Every two seconds, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll tell you if I need help. I know how to ask for help. Yeah, if I I'm ask, glad that you felt like that. Me. Yeah, because same. Like, I don't want that. I don't want invi- advice that I didn't ask for. And he did something on their way there. I don't remember what she said, but she said, like, that, or what her conversation was. But she said, I think so, at some point in the car. And he, like, immediately criticized her, saying that she should be more confident. Like, don't say, I think so. Like, I want you to like be sure about like where you're going like you don't hear the pilot say i think this is what i should do and i hated that don't ever tell me something like that i will say i think so if i want to say i think so she's pretty confident she doesn't need that advice okay so he's just like an arrogant asshole is what it sounds like to me that he thinks he's like better than her exactly yep exactly i yeah she didn't ask for your advice don't give it to her yeah, that's very annoying to me. Yeah, I would be annoyed with that. Um, just ev- all, all of those things I would be annoyed with. <laughs> yeah, good. Same. Um, I don't know, but she said that she liked whatever the rock climbing thing. Yeah. Maybe she's lying. Who knows? But whatever. <laughs> um, they have dinner. Jamie says cheers to being each other's rock. Um, Lol. Michelle brings up her stable family again, um, and Jamie tells her that he did not have that experience. Um, <laughs> hey, guess what? You know my parents are in love. <laughs> like, it's so 
natural. <laughs> I don't understand why this is like such a relevant topic to bring up because like I have never once thought about my parents' relationship like affecting mm-hmm. my like outlook and like my parents were I have like a very complicated parent parental situation but my parents that birthed me <laughs> mm-hmm. were divorced and I just never even thought about that like affecting my future relationships and it shouldn't and it doesn't work the other way around either like just because yeah. your parents might have had a good relationship someone's parents might have had a good relationship doesn't mean they're going to have a good relationship like it is only what you do and who you're with that affects yeah. it <laughs> I would find it very like it would be so weird imagine if I was on a date and I was like yeah my parents were divorced so just so you know that might affect the way that I look at this relationship like what the fuck fucking weirdo and i would feel weird if someone was like yeah my parents love each other so i'm really glad i had that to like look at look up to i would be like okay like i mean we're not gonna be your parents (laughs) so i'm not really sure why that's relevant because we're like two entirely different human beings exactly yeah and saying like i want the relationship my parents had like i find that weird like you're not them find your own relationship Yeah, it just, yeah, I don't like it. Sorry. Stop saying that to people. Um. (laughs) But happy for your staple childhood, Michelle. (laughs) Yeah, love that for you. Um, Stop bringing it up. But Jamie did not have that. (laughs) Stop bragging about it. You're making people feel weird. Um, Because literally two of these people have had to be like, oh, that's nice for you. I I didn't have that. (laughs) It's just like... I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe she's, like, looking. That would be a weird thing to try to sort people out through. Like, I'm only looking for someone that has, like, seen a stable relationship. Yeah. I don't know. Very weird. Um. Anyway, Jamie's mom was a teen mom and his dad was 21. Um. But his mom had – this was – trigger warning beforehand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um we're going into it this was a very like serious conversation this was like i feel like every season i'm like this is the realest conversation we've had but this one was like this was a lot for yeah the bachelor franchise to be honest like i'm so sorry that this happened to him um yes i think it's good to talk about mental health as always because Mm -hmm. it's something that we should be talking about it's not a taboo subject but whoo lord i feel horrible for him um yeah yeah his mom had mental health issues and they had to move in with his grandparents when he was pretty young um and he pretty much witnessed his mom attempt suicide when he was like 13 and after that, him and his sibling felt like they couldn't leave his mother alone, and so they would switch off staying home and going to school so that they could watch their mom. And then uh, when he was 24, his mom successfully committed suicide, unfortunately, and he felt like he lost his meaning in life and had to find his way back to that. And... 
obviously at this point Michelle is like fully crying um, mm-hmm. and says that she's like really proud of him for the person that he's become and is very impressed by his character um, and he honestly seems to be holding back tears in this moment as well which of course yeah um, I cannot <laughs> I cannot imagine having to say this like on national television like this feels like a very vulnerable thing to be sharing with like the world mm-hmm. um but yeah she gives him that um support and he says like people say sorry like i wish that didn't happen for you but he if he's going to love who he is he needs to love every part of his story to get there how did you feel about this statement? How he feels is valid for himself. But I don't know. I don't think he means that he loved that that happened to his mom. I think that that no, means I that think, he No, I think that he said, it. like, obviously, I w- would rather have my mom. I think that he yeah, made that yeah. clarification. Yeah, I think he just should have changed the second word to, like, accept or something. Um, I don't know. How do you feel? Yeah. I don't know. I felt, I don't know. I have, like, mixed feelings about this statement. I just find it, like, I think that you need to find, like, a piece Mm -hmm. to these types of things. But I don't know. He just said it kind of weird. And, like, I do kind of understand, like, when people say sorry, like, it's kind of, like, especially when it's like pretty fresh it's kind of weird to respond to that because it's like what am I supposed to say like it's okay like that that happened like I I, because usually when people say oh I'm sorry you say it's okay in most situations but (laughs) yeah and it's like Um, not in that situation like obviously it's not okay (laughs) yeah it's like yeah it's it's not okay but um I don't know. I would always say thank you. (laughs) But I don't know. It is just kind of like a weird thing to have to respond to. So I do kind of understand where he's coming from when people say that. But also it's like, I don't know. I thought that it was interesting that he brought this up, that people say sorry, like, I wish that didn't happen for you. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was a weird thing sentence to say Mm. i don't know yeah i I think it's interesting like Like, i see yeah yeah, like you said see where he's coming from and like it is i could see how that could bother someone that didn't want to think like that but saying i wish that like i mean is it wrong to wish that that didn't happen to him no i mean i I think I think that he would say that he also probably wishes it didn't yeah, happen. Exactly. But it did. I think maybe is that where he's coming from? Like, okay, well, it did happen. So right, the past it's like, happened. I mean, and there's no changing it, no matter how hard we wish. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Man, but it got deep, deep yeah. and dark, and yeah, just this heavy, heavy conversation. Yes, most definitely. 
Um, I'll be interested if he's on any podcasts coming up to like hear if he talks about this anymore. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like, yeah, we got a very short snippet. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'd like to, I don't know, get to know like more of how like that, of, like how he ended up growing from that, like specifics about it. He was just like, oh, yeah, I just like got back. I was lost and then I came back to myself. It was like very quick. I want to know like I'd like to hear like more about his his yeah. um healing process. Yeah, me too. Same. We'll look out for him on the cats. Um but yeah, he gets the date rose, obviously. Um <laughs> imagine. <laughs> if she was like, actually, uh, I'm looking for someone that had a stable home. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We are not joking um, about his situation. Her situation only. <laughs> yes, sorry. We're only joking about how she keeps bringing that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, honestly, I liked him after this date, so I did not notice, like, some of the red flags until we were talking about it just now, mm. but um, I don't know. I did like him at this point. Yeah, I appreciated his ability to talk about, like, his grief and such and things that happened. Like, I appreciated that. I feel like I separate yeah. that from the entire rest of his person this episode. Yeah. Um. He – I said that he reminded me of Peter from Rachel Lindsay's season. Interesting. Um. Because he had like kind of the same realistic view of the process where it was like, I'm also looking for someone. And so mm-hmm. like, I want to like them and like, I don't know, instead of just being like, I'm going to marry this person right off the bat, you know? Um. And then like, he had kind of a maturity to him. Um. During the, I can see that. Their conversations in the dinner portion. But, yeah, I don't know. The rock climbing part and then him saying that thing in the car. Yeah. We've like, I can see how that. a piece of him is like. Because I love, yeah, Peter Krause. I still follow him on Instagram. Um, loved his perspective on the show. Because, yeah, it was very much we're both here to date each other, not I'm here to win a competition. But, yeah, the other things that he did up to this point, and especially after this point, no way. <laughs> no Peter <Yes>. Krause here. <laughs> yes, agree. I feel like he has potential to be like that. He needs to just, like, keep working on yourself, buddy. Yeah. Be mature. Um, the date is over at this point, and we see some more sad, sad news. Um, Joe's old basketball coach, who is an anti-vaxxer, died of COVID. Which I didn't know they, he was an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, they said he was a no-vacciner, I think is what they called I him. I did not catch that at all. Yeah, they do mention that he was an wow. anti-vaxxer um, and that he died of COVID. Um, and he was really torn up. He was, like, FaceTiming with his mother. Um, and then yeah. they announced that they're going on a basketball date. It's it's just like that, oh my gosh, that America's Next Top Model episode where 
this girl is just told that her one of her best friends died and then the very next photo shoot they all have to get in a grave <laughs> so like they had to have planned part of this and maybe not because like michelle loves basketball but yeah it was very unfortunate and ironic and also we don't laugh at people who die that they're anti-vaxxers is just something that i did not hear at all and something interesting oh yeah no we're not laughing at De- the death yeah, of yeah, anti-vaxxers oh my god it's still true it's still it's still yeah, very yeah, sad yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's the irony For the, loved of ones. the next day it's literally being about basketball <laughs> um yes so date number two all's fair in love and basketball um we find out that joe was named minnesota mr basketball in 2011 and even funner fact, in 2011, Michelle was Minnesota Mrs. Basketball runner-up. She was so close. They were almost like king and queen of Minnesota basketball. So funny. Both married to the basketball. So she, like, really knows who this guy is. Yeah. And I want to know, like, how well he knows who she is, if he remembers that, or if he's just, like, a stupid man that's just like, oh, Really? You know. I'm pretty sure it's the latter. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like, wait, Mr. Basketball, how'd you know about that? <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if she was like, are you Joe, whatever his last name was? And he was like, how'd she know that? that the producers later are like, happening. <laughs> she said that you guys DM'd. And they give him his phone back for like 20 seconds so that he can flip through. <laughs> He's like, I literally don't remember. <laughs> He's like, quick, got to make up an excuse for why I didn't message her back. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's not crazier things have happened. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Um. So, yeah, they the guys split up into teams to play a game of basketball. Um. The red team. <laughs> oh no, they're um the Lover Boys versus See You Tonight. I don't know it, which is which. Okay. All right. Well, the red team, <laughs> um, at one point is winning twenty-five to eight. Joe is not on the red team. He's on the blue team, so he's getting down on himself. But he ends up coming back. Then the red team wins twenty-nine to no. The blue team was winning 25 to 28 and then the red team ends up the blue the blue team ends up winning Jesus Christ. Yeah, it goes 29 to 28 okay. with the red team ahead the whole time. Yes, the blue team ends up winning 29 to 28. Um so Joe only got them back and then they lost by 1 point. Um but then they announce most valuable player is Joe. Wow. And guess what the win? The, the prize <laughs> for him being most valuable player of this random game of basketball <laughs> is that he gets to go to the after party. Made up. They're like, Joe's got to be there. Let's make some up the award. Yes, 100%. Him. They were like, Joe is the one that has to make it to the after party. We literally don't care who else is. Yeah. So we're making if- up this drama for the entire episode centered around this. Joe has to go. Yes. 
This was basically a one-on-one date, and there just happened to be nine other dudes there. <laughs> yeah, when Michelle and him were playing, like, one-on-one, it was, like, a little bit intimate. Like, there's some other men here. <laughs> um, so then they go to the cocktail party, and Joe opens up to Michelle about his coach dying, and they have a moment... Yeah. The guys are talking about how they're intimidated because there's obvious chemistry between the two of them. And I guess they spent like a very long amount of time talking while the rest of them were just like waiting for them to come back. <laughs> well, they also played a whole basketball game. <laughs> like they've been gone forever. <laughs> um, the other highlights from this group date I said were um that spencer has a three-year-old son and he shows her photos i didn't remember his name very fun. so i'm glad you I, said that. i had yeah. to look on my slideshow from <laughs> from our last episode um and then nate and michelle make out like really like intensely it was graphic yeah, and it looks like they were outside, like, you know, how hotels have those conference rooms that they put, like, our prom or, <laughs> like, a wedding or, like, a big, like, business conference in. Yeah. It looked like they were outside of one of those, like, oh. the windows. It gave me those conference room vibes. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> love a it's romantic. room makeout. <laughs> Can't say I experienced that at prom <laughs> i did <laughs> i did not either thank god <laughs> um, yeah i didn't have anything else that was it conference joe ends up getting the date rose okay <laughs> rose ceremony time Whoa. <laughs> so we have the cocktail party um there's really just three sections to this rodney um jamie and the actual rose ceremony yes (laughs) that's all i have (laughs) sweet sweet rodney we must talk about him she puts a blindfold on him and tests his apple knowledge and he does not know the difference between the taste of a red apple and a green apple does he have COVID? <laughs> Ooh, that might be what we find out the next episode. Oh, my God. The texture alone is so different. Excuse me, different between the two. Green apples are an entirely different taste. They're sour. Yeah. Rodney. He's confused. Baby. He also thinks the pizza is lasagna. So. Oh, yeah. She feeds him a pizza and he's like, what? What is that? Is that lasagna? <laughs> Excuse me? What kind of lasagna are you eating, Rodney? I yeah, have questions. bread in it. <laughs> no. Poor thing. But oh I love God. him. <laughs> Rodney, are you okay? <laughs> um. Anyway, she kisses him while he has the fucking blindfold. I hate the blindfolds. I hate that the show is always blindfolding somebody. Somebody's got a blindfold on at all times. <laughs> It's the rule of the show. <laughs> yeah, I find it uncomfortable to look at. But I like Rodney, so. Yeah. Big Rodney fan. It would be cool if he won, too. Yeah. You're a Team fan Rodney, of the Team Rod. Rod. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Rick Rod. Getting Rick Rod. <laughs> <laughs> 
like Rick rolled. Yeah. <laughs> Rick rotted. <laughs> oh man. Also, can we talk about Michelle's no. dress? Did you like this one? Yes, the one with the crossies in the back. Oh yeah, that one was, it was pink. Yeah. Was it this one was the crossies? I don't remember if it had crossies. No, 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 no. This was okay. Yeah, this was the pink one. She had another one on. Now I don't know when it was. Maybe it was like during the cocktail after party of the last one. But there was one mm-hmm. where the back was low and it had like crossies in the back that were like. <laughs> now I don't remember this one. <laughs> This pink one was like, um, like a v- low V in the front. It was like yeah. two strips. I loved yeah, I liked, it. Yeah, I liked that one a lot too. It also had the big leg slits that go like yes. all the way up to your like thighs. <laughs> Is that the crease between your thigh and like torso? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, because like when you squat, it like. Yeah, thigh thigh ass. Thigh Yeah, I remember people were obsessed with looking like Kylie Jenner when she did that because she had a big thass, a deep (laughs) thass. Yeah. Wow. New term for me. But yeah, they were really high slits. I thought it was a really pretty dress. I loved it. Yeah, she looked amazing. Yeah. She looks amazing in like everything though she's just beautiful so except for the first dress apparently i just think that it could have been a better option she yeah, should have worn this dress option. for the first night i thought night. she looked amazing no it wasn't the best mm. it just wasn't as flattering on her i'm gonna show up in that dress the next time i see you okay <laughs> i'm gonna say the same thing <laughs> I don't know. You might have more of like a a curve. Do I? <laughs> pretty you have a very door shaped. You have a pretty small waist. Hmm. Well, we'll see once I get it, my hands on that dress. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, this is a tangent. <laughs> but Tasha's ear okay. Tasha's earrings during this this part of the show. This rose ceremony. She's wearing these dangle earrings. You, I'm gonna, I'm me, gonna have to look up a picture. If hold you on, have I'll one show ready. you them. I'll show yeah, you send them. me one. Um. Okay. They look like this. Hold on. I don't want to send you the post because I want you to guess how much these cost. Oh, yeah, I do remember those now that I'm looking at that. Okay, well, now I know they're expensive. They're dangly or really? they're really cheap. Are they from, are they from yeah. Zaffle? <laughs> Who's hard to say? say. So, yeah, they're like dangly geometric with like a little pearl looking guy on the ends. Yes. I think that they're 2500 for the pair. They are $13,435. You're joking for those? (laughs) They're the Lily Street corset earrings. Thank you to Instagram, the style spotter. Shout out. Oh, my God. So who designs those? Lily Street? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, that is so, oh, ex- and they're not that only... cute. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've, nothing is $13,000 cute. Sorry. That is um, crazy. I like that also she she was wearing those while Michelle was wearing a $700 pink dress. <laughs> that I'd rather rude. buy that dress. And Tasha's dress was $1,500. Wow. I'm um, shook. Caitlin's dress during the rose ceremony was 735 and the shoes were 1300 Wow. So everyone was wearing very expensive things except for Michelle. I mean, $700 isn't cheap, but like... Compared to 13000 that's a 13, steal. $13,000 earrings. My God. You'd get a really nice wedding ring for that. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or a nice wedding. <laughs> like... Literally. Oh my, my God. God. You can get like five nice wedding rings for yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, a really nice one. <laughs> yeah, you can get like a very nice one for that. Man, I'm shocked. I don't think, I didn't like them very much. That's why I forgot about them. I think they're kind of weird looking. No um, offense if you own, and the brand is Lily Street. I looked it up. No offense if you enjoy that brand or those earrings but i didn't love them um if you're enjoying that brand and those earrings um please sponsor us i'll mess send us a dm and i'll send you our venmos um (laughs) we are accepting donations yeah thank you (laughs) we'll give you a shout out if you buy us those earrings that we can go and pawn (laughs) Or return. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> to our two listeners. Oh Better us. <laughs> What's up, future us? <laughs> um, anyway. Wow, amazing. Good tangent. So, <laughs> yeah, I had to tell you that because I was shook. I'm glad you that. did. I am shook now. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to our second part, which is the Jamie drama. The Jamie Jam. <laughs> Jamie Jam. <laughs> um, the guys are really worried about Joe specifically since they have so much in common and the connection is obviously there. They're like both from Minnesota and play basketball. So that's like so much in common. What more uh, could bring two people together? <laughs> what more could you ask for? Um But they start speculating if they knew each other in the past. (sighs) Jamie specifically is bothered by this for some reason because they may not be starting out from the same level. And some of the guys do not like that he says that, which I love. (laughs) Malik specifically is like she's going to choose who she likes regardless, so I don't see why it matters. Love it. I stand Malik. I'm going to hashtag team Malik. I'm going to. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Malik. I'm going to um, add him to my stand list. So it's Malik, Rick, Rick, and Rodney. Yeah, yes. Malik. Red Rod Malik. Rick Rod. Yeah. Agreed. Add him up there. 
Yep. Um, then, since J- no one is agreeing with him in that group of men, Jamie goes over to Martin. Is that Martin, right? Yes. And um, starts telling him about this story that he heard from somebody that he knows in Minneapolis. That there were rumors that she was already booed up with a tall, light-skinned baller. Direct quote. Um, and Martin no is like, that could be. <laughs> also, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of questions him and is like, um, so did you like conveniently forget about this until right now? The bleached hair guys, <laughs> they're really pulling it together. <laughs> Honestly, I stand. I heard that Martin is supposed to be like a, um, a villain but no, right now liked, no way <laughs> yeah i liked that he said this he was not really like going along with it so um love it i don't know i was just like very annoyed by his whole thing and like the guys were telling him that he was being ridiculous and he was like persisting yeah just stirring up shit for no reason i just like could not stand him he during already this whole... has a rose true Oh, my God. Yeah, I couldn't stand him during this whole thing. Agreed. I was annoyed. I was deeply, deeply annoyed. Um, so he goes and talks to her about it. Um, but he's, used, he's telling, he tells the story in a very different tone mm-hmm. to Michelle than what he was saying earlier. He prefaces it by saying that he doesn't really care, but that other people are questioning Mm -hmm. it. And she asks if he feels like people are questioning her in a disrespectful way. And he says yes. But the only person questioning her is him. him. So I don't know if he's talking about himself. Like, yes, I am disrespecting you publicly all over the place. Right? Which it's true. I found it so manipulative, too, because he was like, this journey is about authenticity, so I felt like this was something that needed to be addressed. Like, he's, like, taking advantage, like, uh, authenticity is one of those things we were making fun of at the beginning, but she has said it multiple times that she's looking for people to be their true selves, and he's, like, taking her words and, like, using it to be like, this is a problem that you need to address, even though I made it up. I yeah, it. I mean, it's it's manipulative, even if she wasn't saying that, to be like, I'm to set something up by being like, I I just feel like I need to be, like, authentic mm-hmm. with you and, like, honest about what's going on because, like, not everyone is doing that. To, like, set it up like that is manipulative regardless of if she said that. I agree. To begin with, yeah. like, this whole thing was red, like, Every word that came out of his mouth was a red flag. There was not one single word that wasn't. So I'm just, I'm getting, I'm getting heated. <laughs> I was so mad watching this. Um, okay. So yeah, he tells the story in a very different tone where he's like, so I don't know, but anyway. And... So she knows that she needs to address it, but she's, like, very, like, upset by this news, um, and she doesn't really know what to do, and she's, like, saying that she doesn't know who's going to believe in her, like, who, she doesn't know these men well enough that if something that is, like, questioning her 
integrity and her honesty is out there. She doesn't know which of these men, A, is spreading it, and B, is believing it, and C, who's going to believe her when she, like, sets the record straight, and how to know any of those things moving forward. So, um, she's, like, very upset by this. Um, so she goes in front of them. She, like, clears up very directly that she's never met Joe. She says, the night that you guys came out of the limos was the first night that I met every single one of you. I'd never met any one of you before then. Um, and she brings up that it's, like, a racial issue that if she's out with another person of color people assume that they're a couple but if she's with um a white man no one will assume that um which um as a white person I have never had to like consider that as a factor before um so but again I love yeah, I love that we're, like, having these conversations on that sh- on this um, franchise. I feel like they're, like, keeping in these pieces more and more. Um, yeah. No, I, so, yeah. I appreciate that that's something that's going on. Yes, same. And that they she can- felt comfortable to say that in front of everybody. This isn't just, like, a one-on-one conversation. Like, she's telling the whole group that. That's kind of scary, I bet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because you don't know these guys. You don't know how many of these are, like, little Trumpies. Who's right. to say? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like they probably all have to be vaccinated at this point to be on the show, so. I hope so. I bet that's a requirement. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe that helps weed those out, but who, Honestly. who knows? Um, <laughs> anyway, she opens the floor up to questions and no one says anything and um she's like okay and ends up leaving and half the guys are like super confused because jamie told her the whole house was concerned and um they're like i literally don't even know what's going on (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're like i didn't i didn't know that this was a topic of conversation um they're super confused and they're like Whoever whoever started this needs to needs to just fess up, like whatever. Just expose yourself now; it'll be for the best, whatever. <laughs> and Jamie is like, Mm-mm. and um, I don't know. Honestly, this is where I have respect for the villains that at least like are honest about themselves. He wasn't being, being the honest one. with them, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, this oh, is oh, where oh, I, I have respect for the villains. That when people are like the other ones, <laughs> yeah, who says it? Who who said this? Yeah, that they're it was like, me, bro. <laughs> yeah, oh, I said it. Because <laughs> this like, seems like he obviously knows it's wrong because he's not fessing up to it, and he's like, oh yeah, fuck that guy who said those things to Michelle, and it was him. Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna say something, own it. Exactly. I'm a big proponent of this. Say it to my face or don't say it motherfucking at all. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and he like, in his ITM, he was like, yeah, I feel really uncomfortable that everyone's talking about me, but I don't really care. Like, which one is it? Do you feel uncomfortable or do you not care? Because if you didn't yeah. care, go on up to it. Exactly. No, he's a little weasel. Yeah, big weasel. I find this so cowardly. 
Same. So yeah. Again, this is where I respect the villains that will at least like put their name behind what's coming out of their mouth. Exactly. Be a villain. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, let people know that you're the villain of the season. Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like, yeah. But then again, maybe that goes to show that the people that do that aren't actually villains. They just get edited to be that way. True. And like manipulated by producers to be that way. So they're like, oh, yeah, I said that. And then people are like, what the fuck? And they're like, was I not supposed to? <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm just speaking my mind. So... Yeah. I don't know. That might be a sign that if people are claiming their words, they might not be as big of a villain as they're That's portrayed. That's a good point. Yeah, let's pay attention as more villains come <laughs> to be expo- yeah. exposed to us by the franchise. We'll I'm use this message, as a marker. Yeah, I'm going to message Bachelor Data to start keeping track of <laughs> yeah. villains that... Um, Bachelor Data. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... Um, so the rest of the cocktail party is canceled and they just go straight into the rose ceremony. Um, I always find it so funny during these rose ceremonies at the beginning when the guys are like stressing out about going home and they're like trying to come up with things to say about the relationship with the lead when really they've had like half a conversation with them. And they're like, I actually don't, I don't know anything about this person. But I just love how much eye like, contact she gives. <laughs> they're like, I just like really want to spend more time getting to know her. I really see our relationship going somewhere. They like say all these weird things and I'm just like, you don't feel this at all. <laughs> yeah, they're like all super generic. Like they could say that about any woman they know. <laughs> the producers are like, okay, say something about how you feel about Michelle. And they're like, um, <laughs> her thass looked really good in that dress. <laughs> I wish one of them would say that. Oh my god, um, that's too good. <laughs> um. Anyway, she hands out the roses. You're gonna have to read them. But Clayton was second to last, which I found interesting. He was. Yeah, I was worried for a second. <laughs> I was like, who, like, I, we're getting nothing about this man. I do not know how he's the bachelor. I'm so confused. Same. He's like just a tag along right now. But I guess because, yeah, it happens in the seasons. There are people you don't see until like the halfway through and you're like, oh, I guess the lead likes this person. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, hopefully we'll, I mean, we will see more. Otherwise they just pick some random to be the bachelor. Um, yeah, the names in order are Nate, Rodney, Martin, Rick, Leroy, Spencer, Casey, Chris G, which is bearded Chris, Malik, Olu, Chris S, no beard, Will, Romeo, LT, Clayton, and then Peter gets the final rose. Okay. Pizzapreneur. I think that the men that went home are PJ, Pardeep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daniel, and then... A white guy that I did not know the name of. Mm. So, Sounds correct. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> rip. Um, I wish I could have seen more of Pardeep because he's one of the first, like, um, Southeast Asians to be on the show. Yes. I think he said that he was, like, the first Indian American man to or something. Yeah. Maybe he's not Indian. 
I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember what he said. But he was the first one <laughs> to get to get a rose. Not the yeah. first one to be on the show, but the first one to get a rose. Right, to make it to the second episode. Yeah, I yes. wish he could just, he seems really nice. And yeah, we just need like more representation. So I feel like the franchise is like, all right, we got some non-white people up in here. We're good. And it's not all the non-white people. <laughs> it's just some of them. <laughs> Yup, for Ryle. Yeah. Again, keep up with our friends, Game of Roses. They have the countdown or the count up of the number of days sans Asian Bachelor. Hopefully someday it'll be zero (laughs) days without an Asian Bachelor. (laughs) I'm trying to look up because I don't want to be problematic. Yeah, we're just confirming his heritage. Oh, God, I don't know. He has the flags in his bio, but I don't know. Oh, let me see. Not that I would know much better. The one on the left, I'm pretty sure, is an Indian flag. Okay. (laughs) But don't quote me. I know it's he's Southeast Asian of a sort. Okay. I know that I saw TikTok. Officially the first Indian American. Okay. Okay. I got I got stressed that I was being incorrect with what I said. But he wants to give people the correct labels. Um, yes, that was on his story. There we go. To receive a rose. Congratulations, Pardeep, on your accomplishment. We are sad to see you go, though. I hope we see you in paradise. And he's a little cutie. Look at his little pictures on Instagram. Everyone go look at his Instagram. Oh, he is cute. I, yeah. Hopefully we see more of him. He's precious. Agreed. He seems really nice. His bio says, grew up poor, but always felt rich. (laughs) Oh, no. We got a standoff behind me. (laughs) The children are sad that he's gone, too. The dog wants to play with the cat. (laughs) And cat does not want to play. (laughs) Tail is old as time. (laughs) Her 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 little tail was wagging. Oh, poor baby. Um. Anyway, um. Okay, the people that I think are gonna make it far. I thought Jamie at first, and then by the end, I decided that I don't think he's gonna make it that far. I, I'm willing I had him to his not name make down it far <laughs> in the first half, mm-hmm. and then I crossed it out (laughs) okay so i think the final four Mm -hmm. joe nate clayton because i feel like clayton has to be up there right i think so and rick okay i agree did i say that yeah you didn't say rick yet you said joe nate clayton and And Rick. rick I I want Rick to make it far, but I don't think Rick is. But I'm trying to. But I agree with the other three. I'm trying to figure out who would be the other one. 
I feel like they've given him a fair amount of screen time. So I feel like if it's not him, it's going to be like Rodney. That's true. I'm going to say Romeo. Romeo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he keeps popping up. <laughs> okay. I disagree. <laughs> Again, this isn't who I want to be up there, but I think that they've been vibing. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I have not been paying attention to him at all. But <laughs> He keeps yeah. popping up. I don't know. I think he's going to make it. Yeah, I think Nate, Joe, and Clayton, just from what we know, they're pretty safe bets. Yeah. Cool. Can't wait to see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I also love that these episodes are not as long as some of the Paradise episodes. Oh, my God. They're only like an hour and a half without commercials. It's nice. Yeah, and I feel like it's quicker to sum up what's going on because it's like structure (laughs) yeah it's not like while they're at the day bed while this other person's (laughs) in the rose palapa while someone else is talking to wells at the bar (laughs) like it's much more organized and only one possible couple or member of a one member of a couple is common with all the couples (laughs) it's easier exactly yeah Oh, and usually it's like there's only so many dates. Right. You know, there's like two or three dates, so. Exactly. Less going on. (laughs) Yeah. Love to see it. All right. I'm going to go play with the dog. (laughs) And I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Love y'all.